Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Today's episode is with Trinity member Julia, who's a recently retired NHS manager in her 60s. Julia joined us after going through a long and challenging menopause, where no matter what she tried, her weight just kept going up and up and up. She was suffering from really bad menopause symptoms, including waking up at 4am every night, really bad sugar cravings, and her waistline was expanding further and further. And things really came to a head for Julia when her husband and her tried the 5-2 diet. Her husband lost loads of weight, but Julia, who stuck to it more closely than her husband, actually continued to gain more and more weight around the middle. However, since starting our Fit Over 40 private coaching, everything's changed for Julia. She's gone from a size 14 to 16 to now wearing size 10s, and she did all of this with six months sailing around France in the middle of her journey. So even being in a place notorious for wine, for bread, cheese, and butter, it didn't hold her back from achieving amazing results. So today, Julia shares how she did all of that in her 60s and around menopause. Her story is really inspiring, so let's get right into it. Welcome to today's podcast. Okay, so I'm here with Trinity member Julia, who's achieved some amazing results over the past couple of years um, since we started working together. But first, before we kind of get into those results, Julia, I want to rewind a little bit and kind of give a little bit more context to people who are listening. So I'm going to go in with the blind date question. So if someone said, who are you? Where do you come from? What would you say to that? Um, I'd probably say that I, who am I? I am a retired healthcare professional. So originally I was a paediatric intensive care nurse. I then, for my sins, went into management and my last role was a senior manager at the Royal Brompton and Harefield Hospitals. But I've been retired now for three, oh, just over three years. And I'm enjoying a very active uh retirement that's that I think that's I don't know that's how I would love to be when I retire I think it's one of the reasons I exercise the way I do now is like I want to be fit and healthy for as long as possible so let's get into all of that but before you joined then a couple of years ago just over a couple of years ago now like where where were you at were you kind of able to be as active as you wanted to you know where, where were you at in terms of weight in terms of clothing size stuff like that okay so um when I was working, no, I was working at least 12 hours. I was commuting uh, on top of that. So I had a very, very busy um, life. But uh, I did sail at weekends. I did cycle at weekends. I um, And also I was going all around the hospital. So actually, and, and I'd walk from the station I'd walk upstairs and things however my weight um for probably the last eight years despite trying to cut down despite doing everything it just kept going up and up and I had very unhealthy weight around my stomach um and I had um, my boobs were just getting bigger and uh, I was just going up. So eventually I was a 14 to size 16. 
um, sort of still in the 14 range, but it would have, the way it was going, it wouldn't have been long before I was um, 16, both bottoms and top. And how are you kind of feeling in yourself? Like energy wise, it sounds like you're pretty, you know, you're pretty active. Was it affecting how you're yeah. feeling in yeah. yourself or what you were able to do at all? It, it was certainly affecting my self-confidence. Um, it was, um, I've never been overweight, so that was, I, I didn't like it. I tried, so I thought, right, I'm going to do the 5-2 diet. My husband was getting a bit overweight as well, so we both did it together. He lost, had the most amazing results and lost well over a stone and felt so much better, actually that contributed to me getting fatter. I am sure of it now. Um, so that didn't work. I tried intermittent fasting, all the stuff that is supposed to be evidence-based. We bought a HIIT bike so that at least when I came home from work, I could do HIIT. None of it worked. And so much of that evidence is 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 collected on men. That's one of the, the things that no one really talks about. Most of the trials are done with men or with younger people because it's a lot easier to get like students, for example, to do trials because they've got more time and they need yeah. the money than it is to get a woman around menopause who's busy working and doing things, you know, you know, they're yeah. generally not doing trials on those people. So it's evidence-based, right? And then, uh, not necessarily on the yeah. right people. And it's much, as much as it's, it, it sucks, like it is easier for men and much more straightforward for men to lose weight. So you were obviously struggling to see results. And that must have been, that must have been quite demoralizing to seeing him, seeing all this progress. You're doing the same yes. thing and you're gaining weight. Yeah. yeah. And I was also suffering, even though I was... 60 at the time I was still having menopausal um issues so I was still getting hot flushes um I was sleeping very poorly quite often um usually because I was so tired when I'd get in from work I'd get off to sleep very easily but then I'd be awake at four um and given that I had to be up at half five that was not, you know, not no. not good. Yeah, that's that's really tough. No. Twelve hour yeah. days, obviously, really, really long. Yeah. So, how did you then? I don't actually know. How did you then come about finding Trinity? Were you trying anything else? Like how? How did you come across that? So, um, Rachel, um, who I knew because a few year, couple of year or few years ago, we'd actually been in a, a ladies' cows sailing team. I met her and she'd had the most amazing results. And so I saw someone who'd been through the menopause, done exactly, had exactly the same problems as I had and had been very successful so that's it literally was a chance meeting and I was saying wow you look amazing what have you done and so that's how uh so she referred me yeah of course yeah I I wasn't sure if you'd seen us any any time before that but I know obviously Rachel's been on the podcast she's got great results you guys are friends yeah. and were you were you still skeptical about anything because obviously she's done these had these great results 
but you you tried all of these things and nothing seemed to be working were you, were you still skeptical before you started i think i i like to think i keep an open mind about everything and uh so i did a bit of research found out other you know people's and i thought the bit i was worried about was it was a lot of money and i was thinking okay you know, I need to discuss this with Myron. Uh, we were getting ready, you know, so the boat needed quite a bit doing on it. So we were spending quite a lot of money on that. Um, but luckily, I'd got my NHS nursing pension with a lump sum. So I spoke to my husband and said, look, let you know, are you happy for me to, to give it a go? And he said, absolutely, Julia, you've struggled with this long enough. You stuck more religiously to the 5-2 than I did. So he said, let's just give it a go. And he's been very, very supportive all along, yeah, including doing the diet on the boat for six months, yeah. Yeah, it helps massively. If you can get your partner on board, I think it's really key. I've worked with some people and it, it like breaks my heart to, when it happens, when their partner is actually really against it or actually sort of sabotaging them doing it. And it's, it's very, very difficult for those people. So I'd always recommend everyone discusses it with them, shares how they're feeling, because obviously you've done this, right? It's not a good feeling to go, everything's getting bigger and fitting worse. And, um, you know, I want to have this active retirement or whatever the goal is and feel good in myself. And that weight around the middle is worrying me about my health. So if you can have that conversation, then the person knows. And I think it's it's kind of interesting, isn't it, that we'll spend the money on the, the broken car or the broken boat or the house needs doing up. But it's really difficult to spend money on ourselves as people. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. To go, to go, even though like we live in our body 24-7, it's the, you know, you can, I've had injury. I've got an injury at the moment. Like, Living with pain sucks. Not being, I was really uncomfortable before I got into fitness. You know, and that was really, really not a nice place to be either. But yeah, we'll we'll fix the, you know, the the, the leaky tap like we've got on our sink at the moment and spend the money on that. But we don't want to spend five pounds on our, you know, yeah, on our body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's just part of the human condition. But obviously, hopefully, you feel like that was a good investment now. An so let's let's talk about what changed. The absolute best absolutely and so if anyone listening to this podcast is hesitating just go for it it, it will make so much difference to your life yeah and what, what's been the biggest like if you could pick top three top five biggest changes for you what would you say those have been I think the first thing is I sleep through the night that's a huge change with no hot no hot sweats, no anything. The second is my visceral fat is seven. And for those who aren't sure, one to 12 is healthy. So that that shows me that from someone that was up at 14 and it's gone down to seven, that that and that is the most important thing for heart disease, for the whole thing, for diabetes, you name it. So um, my risk factors as I go in, I'm 65 next week. So they, they've all come down. 
Happy birthday for next week. Thank Is it you. November birthday or December? Yeah, birthday? November 29th. <laughs> week on, so mine is today, oh, <laughs> believe it or not. Happy birthday. <laughs> so I, this, is, like, this is my favorite thing to be doing. So it's a good birthday treat to hear how well you're doing. Um, but happy birthday for next week. So obviously the numbers have improved. I think you've lost over yes. a stone as well. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. And I actually lost a stone and a half, but then I've had a knee injury. Um, which meant I couldn't do all sorts. But the good thing is, I know now that I've started back and, and I can start exercising again, although I am having both my bunions done, so that's going to put a bit of a, <laughs> a, a, a break on things. But I know it will come, that bit will come off again if I want it to. But actually, I am very happy with how I am now. And I know in the summer, once I get back to sailing and I get very regimented about it again, it'll definitely, it just falls off. And that's, that's what's so lovely to, to know. I think, it, yeah, it's a really important thing to have, isn't it? To, to feel in control that if I want to, I can shift this now rather than yeah. nothing's working. And I don't know, I don't know how to stop this, yeah. this inevitable climb. It's like, I can pause, I can push forward. I know how to do it now. And what were the, we, we kind of talk about the physical changes. What were the kind of less, you know, the non, we talk about non-scale victories or non-measurable ones, like in terms of how you're feeling, I know you mentioned before that top you're wearing, you know, and your trousers, like they were fitting completely differently. How, like, how are your clothes feeling compared to before you started? Well, I've got a whole new wardrobe. It's cost a fortune. <laughs> it's great. I've been told that quite a lot. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, because all my trousers now are size 10 and they were all size 14. So um, we, when we were talking before, I was saying that these trousers now, I don't know if they can see these trousers yeah, yeah, you have can see. been taken in three times. They are now perfectly fitting, but there is still quite a bit of room in them. So... Uh, no, the 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 wardrobe, my overall energy, yeah, can't can't speak highly enough about it. And and let's talk about the kind of challenges. Or I know you haven't necessarily seen them as challenges, which was key, right? The yeah. mindset, but like yeah. this hasn't necessarily been the easiest. Like you've obviously had the, the injury with your knee recently, but also you know you spend a lot of time on the boat in your retirement, like. I found this really inspiring. So explain to people listening, you know, how, because a lot of people going, oh, you know, it's a bit cold, it's a bit dark, I can't work out in winter, or how am I going to do the workouts at home? You had another level of challenge, I think, because you were doing some of it at home, some of it on a boat. Like, explain kind of how that yeah. worked and how you made that work. For you. Okay. Yeah. So um, for six months, we sailed in our fairly small boat. She's 39 footer but enough to keep the kettlebells on there. And we lived in France, sailing around France. And so what it meant was uh, we could have a maximum of two nights at anchor. The reason being that I would want to go and plan my food, plan my meals, go and buy the food so that I've got enough for going to anchor again, I would either go on inside the boat and do the weights 
And as I lost the weight, I actually got brave enough to do it even in a marina. I would stand outside and do my weights either on the pontoon or out on the boat because you need the steps. So I would do the steps. Yes, um, and I had to be creative as to where I could do things. So the mast became, you know, when you're doing your face pulls, the resistance, band. resistance yeah. band, I'd use the mast. Um, yeah, there was a whole range of things. And, and where were we going to keep all those kettlebells? Um, so because of the weight of them, so we had to make sure they weren't going to uh, cause an imbalance on the boat. So, but yeah. I think it just goes to show what's possible if you're, like, as you said, you're kind of open-minded and get a little bit creative. And obviously your coach can also help with supporting. I think that's another important thing. You know, if you're not sure how to do something or you might need to change something, they can help with that. So how, how did that kind of work in terms of working? Oh, Laura, Laura was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And she was the one, because I was saying I'm doing it in, at first I was doing it inside the boat and I had to be really careful that I didn't hit anything that I didn't do. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, I'm doing the steps. And she said, Julia, you know, look at you. She said, you've lost all this weight. Just, she said, if it's their problem if they don't want to sit, you know, if they don't want to you know, look, but, you know, they don't have to. She said, you shouldn't let that stop you. So I thought, she's absolutely right. I'm going to do this outside, get the benefit of the fresh air, and it's much easier. I'm not going to knock anything on the boat. So, but all sorts of things. When I was saying I wanted um, a few different recipes, what that I could do easily. She helped, she gave me links. No, she was absolutely, and just when I was feeling down, you know, it was like, help. And she was, she was just incredible. Yeah, yeah, huge thank Yeah, Laura's an amazing coach and she's actually done a recent podcast. I don't know if you've heard it. Um, I have to share it with you if you haven't heard it. Yeah. We're getting our team to do that now, but um, so you can find out a bit more about their background. But the, I think the important thing is to realize as well, like you said, sometimes there will be points where you feel a bit low or you feel a bit, you know, the weight may have not changed or you've got an injury and you have to work around it. And it's, it's hard to do that on your own. Um, I think we can doubt ourselves. So she helped to pick you up through those things. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was obviously you're in France. Most people I speak to France food means baguettes, means butter, <laughs> red wine, like how did you navigate the, the food choice? I know there are better food choices, but I want to hear yes. what, how you managed it in terms of so six months. The other thing about France is they have the most amazing markets. And so what I would do is get all the fresh fruit and veg from the markets. They have the most amazing fresh fish uh, and eggs. Eggs were a, a lifesaver because if we were sailing off early, if we were doing the, the egg recipes in Trinity, 
or even just scrambled egg with some smoked salmon and spinach. I felt it kept you going. And so they they were great. So but but it really I love that I love fish. Fresh fish is amazing. We kept trying to catch some, but we're not <laughs> no good as we're either. either sailing too slowly or too fast. Um but they're fresh fish and all their beautiful fresh vegetables. So we tried to limit how much we ate out, A, for financial reasons, but also because that's where the temptation was. But, um, but then I'd go and eat out and have mussels or, you know, there, there's a whole load of things you can have, but it's still absolutely delicious. And if I knew I was eating out either the day before or earlier, as in, you know, I got that tip from you, Rob, actually adjust your calories beforehand so that you've got some in lieu, as it were. And did you do you feel restricted then following this? Like, how did you feel? Not at all. Not not at all. The. Um, I struggled, and that's where Laura came in again. It was socialising with people who were, because sailing's very social, When especially, you know, if you get to the Morbihan, which is an inland sea, and you've got that far, people are actually really pleased to get there. So you, you meet other, usually Brits, um, and uh, oh, a few French, but mostly Brits, um, and of course, they'd invite you for a drink and you'd invite them. So I got to do, I did um, low alcohol uh, cocktails. Yeah. Um, nice. Or no alcohol cocktails. Um, I, at the year before, the first year, I couldn't find any 0% beers or ciders. And so we actually took them with us. But this year, interestingly, they were everywhere. So France has had a bit of uh, a change, actually. And they are now selling quite a lot more, even zero alcohol wine, which was when you talk. You wouldn't think the French French would would embrace that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so no. So you planned ahead initially and took your own stuff. And yeah. then obviously when it's more available, obviously now you know you can get that yeah. lower alcohol stuff. And when you're talking about breakfast, I think another thing for people listening is you were obviously talking about quite a lot of protein in that breakfast. A lot of people don't know the importance of that, especially, you know, a lot of women, it's kind of associated with like men and bodybuilders and that's it. Did, did you know before you joined like the importance of protein at all or, or were you getting as much as you think you needed? I... I actually thought I was getting a balanced diet, but what I think I learned from Trinity and from then reading around how much, A, I was surprised how much you need and also um, to have it before and after exercise. So that was it. And I'd never used protein shakes before. Um and so I still don't use them that often, but they were great on the boat 
for it for those days when you were running out of stuff and say you weren't going to get getting the dinghy to go to the shops till the afternoon they were they were a great you know staple to go to if if I didn't have anything else yeah they're def- it's definitely a good emergency source of protein right that you can quickly and easily consume and it is about getting it regularly like you said and I think most people assume they're getting lots because they're having it in one meal a day and actually it needs to be more than that um to look and feel you know and feel your best especially as you get older the the requirement actually stays the same or is even a little bit higher and a lot of people think it's less so that's really cool so you, you've obviously yeah. embraced the diet you've made it work while sailing um whilst being on a boat you were doing the workouts which is really really inspiring last question like what would you say to someone who's kind of in a similar position to you then before you joined like maybe they're not in the same life position but they tried all the diets out there um maybe they're around menopause as well they just think nothing's going to work for me like is there any hope like what would you say to someone in that situation i would say give it a go it absolutely transformed my whole life honestly and that sounds so dramatic and american almost sorry americans (laughs) but it's it's so true because it gives you back a feeling of being able to be in control of your own body and I feel so much healthier the the other thing I should have said is all my sugar cravings I used to really crave sugar um and they have gone down in the evening occasionally probably truly most evenings after my evening meal I want something but that is satisfied by one or two pieces of dark chocolate and that is amazing that I no longer feel I have to reach for the biscuit tin or yeah and if I if I really um feel hungry in the evening I had and I'll have a small handful of nuts as well that's the other thing so yeah the dark chocolate is a great one <clears throat> pardon me that's that's something I do as well I have have a decaf coffee, like a little shot and um, some dark chocolate and then it hits the spot and you don't create that like sugar roller coaster of, of having sugar and then your energy, blood sugar spikes and drops and then you crave more and more and more and it's a bit of a roller coaster. So if you can get off it, which you obviously have, then it's really, really, you know, really significant. So look, Julia, I know you've got plenty to do. You've got to get ready to go back down to boats tomorrow um moving house all sorts of really inspiring things so i just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your story uh, it's been really really inspiring thank you rob for you your support the whole team support honestly it has been phenomenal so anyone thinking about thinking about it go for it so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast